And it's that time of the week again when we meet and we catch up with our naturopath, David Lomond, who joins us now. Good morning, good afternoon to you, David. Good afternoon, Dave. Now, what are we having a chat about today? Well, I thought most people don't know what naturopaths do. And I thought we might just have a chat about what a naturopath does and, and give a case history about somebody who came into the office uh, lately with some different changes to their body and the way that their body was functioning. Yep, that'll be good. Some health improvement and progression from then and now. Yes. We'll look forward to that. And of course, we invite your calls. If you've got an ailment or an issue that you'd like to get some direction on from our naturopath, David Lomond, you could pick up the phone right now. Give us a call, 49216216. We'd love to hear from you. It's Health and Wellbeing at 2NURFM 103.7. As Carolyn joins us right now from East Maitland to chat to our naturopath, David Lomond. Hello, Carolyn. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, good. That's good. Um, probably a di- bit different today. I, I actually wanted to inquire about my own health as far as I don't get sick. I actually can't remember when I was sick <laughs> the last mm, 20 years, really. And I'm just wondering whether I have heard that if something does come along that is horrendous or um, you know, you know, not- debilitating, that my immune system wouldn't be up to par to fight it because I don't get sick. Okay, I don't look on sickness as being a criteria for health and fitness. Right. Uh, either with or without sickness. It's more to me, are you fit, are you healthy? Yes. Are you eating the right foods for your body? Yes. Are you in your right weight range? Yes. You know, do you feel good? Do you sleep well through the night? Do you have plenty of energy? Those are the criteria I would look at. Yes, well, I have all those. I, I do stay fit. I, I swim 20 laps probably three times a week. Yep. Um, I walk my dogs and I do the gym probably once to twice, probably only a fortnight because I'm busy in other areas. Well, you're doing 20 laps three times a week. There's not yeah. a lot of people you could say are doing that to start well, with. It's pretty good when I'm 60. Yes. <laughs> so, and that's um, it. And therefore, and if you're happy in your life, which is one of the greatest things that we can have is happiness, you know, that will go a long way towards being healthy. So I wouldn't worry about something that may happen. I just keep doing what you're doing, which is keeping you fit and healthy. Right. And let everybody so, else say whatever they like. Yeah, well, the thing is, I, I'm not a regimented person as far as my diet goes. I try to have vegetables every night. I don't eat a lot of meat, chicken, you know, occasionally. I try and be conscious of eating more fish, but I, I just try to keep it, you know, a reminder to myself, well, I should have some fish this week. And, and I, I don't, like I said, I'm not a meat lover because I love animals and... And I don't really feel the need to have meat, but I do know that you've got to have about 100 grams a week. Is that right? No, you've got to have protein. It doesn't have to be meat. No. You can have other proteins. But the, the, intra- the thing, though, is, you know, look at that, how much sugar you have and how much mm. processed food you have. Mm. And if you want to stay healthier, you'd gradually get rid of those things. You'd bring in more vegetables. You'd bring yeah, in I more salads. That. So as long as you're f- keeping a, a, a balanced diet that way with much more vegetables than I would, you would normally see on a food chart. Um, well, I don't you- have the seven as suggested, and I probably don't have even five a day. I probably have four of a night. I'd bump them up. Different ones. I'd bump them up. I'd have yeah. some through the day as well. Yeah? Yeah. Ah, such as salads, you mean? Yeah, salads or cooked yeah. veggies or dips yeah. that are made from vegetables, those sort of things. They're all good for the body. Great to hear, and thank you for giving us a call, Carolyn. And it is uh, 49216216 if you'd like to be a part of Health and Wellbeing with naturopath David Lomond. Now, uh, we wanted to lead off and get a bit of background to what you actually do as a naturopath if someone comes to you. Look, if somebody comes in to me, the first thing I want to know is what they want to achieve. 
because that's the most important thing to me. And without knowing that, I'm, I'm like anybody else. You know, somebody comes in, I've got this ache or this pain. But if they say, look, I want to get rid of this ache or pain, then my focus is on how do we get rid of that ache or pain? So then I do some assessments. I do the RBTI, which is urine saliva analysis. I, I look at where the person is in their life, where their weight is according to what they would like it to be. But my main focus is what do they want to achieve? That's the sort of area that I'm looking at constantly. Well, obviously, an aim would be health improvement and progress. Let's take a look at that because you might have a study you can share with us now, really a then and now. Yeah, well, this lady came to me in November and we did the RBTI, found out what was going on biochemically at the time, looked at where her system was deficient, and she came in with rheumatoid arthritis and fibromyalgia, a lady in her 50s. We'll call her Sue. And she's on a heap of medication for the arthritis and the blood pressure and uh, some other things going on in her body. Plus, she's taking about 10 to 15 neurofins a week for pain, which wasn't controlled by the other medications. Now, I saw her back this week. We've gone through her history. We've gone through and looked at what's changed for her. And the list is quite long. And because I did a pretty comprehensive assessment in the first place, I can then go back over it, and that just reminds her how far she's come. And that actually helps her to stay on track because the diet that I changed her to is not necessarily easy to stick to because it's a different diet. It has a lot of different vegetables in it. It has a lot of salad in it. It has a lot of um, light protein-type foods that won't put the pressure on her body that, say, red meat would have. So, but the changes that she came up with are really outstanding. They're very, very good because she stuck to it. What are some of those changes and well, progress and improvement that we can reveal? Well, for instance, she was complaining of nervousness and irritability. You know, that's not as bad as it was and the irritability is gone or is better. She was complaining of exhaustion. She was having to sleep each afternoon. Now, along with the fact that she got rid of all the neurofin and she hasn't taken the neurofin, she's still on the heavier drugs but at least the neurofin is gone. So we know the inflammation has gone down within her body. She's not as exhausted. She doesn't need the sleep in the afternoon. She can actually get more work done around the house. There's uh, vertigo and dizziness, which is gone. So she was standing up, she'd get dizzy, that's gone. She was drowsy before, and that's gone. She was getting headaches before every two or three days, they've gone. She had digestive disturbances, constant bloating, and that's all gone, you know, and, and it's not gone through medication. It's gone because she changed her diet and looked at what would be healthy for her body. And even though one of the things that she wanted to do was lose weight, that's more difficult with the medication she's on. However, she feels thinner. Her waist has gone down. She's lost some fluid. Her tissues aren't as puffy as they were before. And she can really feel the changes in her body. And she knows that she's on track towards achieving all the other goals that she set for herself as well. When we continue, we'll find out what some of those changes were that she made to okay. her, herself and her lifestyle. We'll come back with those soon here at 2NURFM 103.7.
It's Health and Wellbeing. Naturopath David Lomond here, and we have a case study that we're working on where we're looking at health improvement progression then and now today. We've heard about some improvement. Let's look at how we go from initial consultation with you and direction you gave this patient, which we're calling Sue, the yeah. direction that they needed to make some changes. Can you tell us what you put down for them? Well, the first thing was that they were drinking insufficient water. So she was drinking too little water to actually flush her body out properly. So we increased the water intake to balance with her weight. So for her, that was about two and a half litres a day. Mm-hmm. Now, once you do that, the, the, the increased water will pick up more rubbish in the body and take it out of the body. So we work on a principle of 33 mils per kilo of weight. And when people do that on a regular basis... They often lose uh, sugar cravings as well. They lose a lot of hunger pains. So, and generally, the body feels much better. Is it like a flushing of the toxins, the bad toxins in the body also? It is like that, but it's also because you're not reabsorbing putricative waste from the bowel because you've got clean water going in there all the time. And the more you can put that clean water in there, the more it actually cleans out the bowel and it just becomes cleaner and cleaner so that when materials is absorbed from the bowel back into through the blood system and into the liver, it's cleaner. It doesn't have the waste material with it. On the initial consultation, was there any foods or anything that this patient was doing that you said you should stop, don't, don't eat that or don't drink that? Yeah, look, there's, there's a number of foods which are really indicated heavily in being detrimental in um, rheumatoid arthritis and arthritic-type conditions and in fibromyalgia, which this lady had, so, and still has, by the way. The, the important ones to exclude are the grains, the wheat, barley, oats and rye, because of the effect on the gastrointestinal tract, and dairy, and in her case, red meat, and the nightshades as well. Now, I've talked about the nightshades before. That's tomato, potato, capsicum, and eggplant. Mm-hmm. Now, tobacco is also a nightshade, but luckily she wasn't a smoker. So it was more about trimming her diet and working out what would be a good way for her to eat that kept her energy stable. And through keeping her energy stable, a lot of the symptoms I've discussed and many more generally went away. So she used to have a lot of anxiety and constant worrying, and that got better. Used to have insomnia, waking up and inability to return to sleep, and that's gotten better. Internal trembling's gone. Mental confusion is gone. She was getting palpitations of the heart and a rapid pulse, and that's gone. She had muscle pain, and that's gone. And, you know, therefore, she could get rid of the neurofin. She doesn't have the pain anymore. She doesn't need the neurofin. Now, my goal is to be able to get her to a position, if she just keeps following this program, whereby she'll gradually get rid of the other medications because her body won't need them. I'm not adverse to medications when they're needed. However, if you can improve the health of the body, I believe that most medications aren't needed. So this case study, Sue, is she now in a position where she's feeling happier and she can see the improvement? Absolutely. And when we went through the checklist, she really got just how much better she did feel because when you feel good, you don't always remember how bad you felt in the first place. And that's why I like to get a full assessment of where someone is to understand what it is we're looking at and to help them to understand that when they make those changes, we go back over that checklist and we see, have these things changed? Because if they haven't changed, I'm not doing my job. You know, it's, it's one of those things. If you're giving supplements and you're giving dietary advice and you're giving 
food advice, you know, what not to eat and what to eat, it's important that changes happen for the person. Otherwise, um, why would they come back or why would they recommend friends? Four nine two one six two one six is the phone number if you'd like to get through and talk to our naturopath, which is David Lomond. We have a call for you right now. Carla joins us from Patterson. Hello, Carla. Hi there. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Carla. That's good. I've just had two glasses of water while I've been listening uh, to you. Very good. I was actually ringing not about myself, but about a relative. Um, she has lots of issues, um, some mental health issues, depression, and the like. Um, also, lots of internal organ problems. Yes. Um, only has about half a bowel now due to having some removed and um, a few other, a very bad liver, um, that sort of thing. But I worry about her because she refuses to drink water, has about, for about 20 years. Um, She'll have cordial with water in it. Yes. Um, I was wondering, is there any difference between, like, can you still have the cordial with water in it or is it necessary to have water on its own? It's much better to have water on its own, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, the cordial contains sugar. Yeah. Right? So at the very least, a squeeze of fruit juice would be about the only thing I'd suggest in there yeah. Yeah. rather than the cordial. But the cordial itself is just full of artificial stuff usually. Yeah, it's not. And her body is already overloaded with artificial stuff. Yeah. And her liver's overloaded. And whatever's going on, Unfortunately, she is the one who has to want to change, though. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Um, do you do um, any distance, uh, like Skype consultations or anything like that? She doesn't live locally, that's all. And Look, we, we can do consultations or I can direct her to someone that may be more local for her. Yeah, sure. The, the important thing, though, is it's you on the phone, not her. Yeah, yeah. And until you get her on the phone mm-hmm. saying, I'm willing to make some changes... Yeah. Yep. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. And that's the difficulty because too often we can see people in pain. We can see them suffering. Yeah. We know they're suffering. We know there are things they can do and they don't do them. And we can't do it for them. Okay, Carla. If you'd like to hold on the line there, Carla, we will get David Lomond to talk to you at the end of the show. He'll give you some more details on how we can help out and uh, with that possible Skype or, or some more details with a phone number. So please hold with us there, Carla. We'll come back to you soon. Speaking of offering some help and assistance, you have another one of your, your forums being held tonight, I believe, David. We do. It's at East Maitland, at uh, Organic Feast at East Maitland. We usually get a good crowd there, somewhere what time between 20 be? and 30. Um, 6.30 start, mm-hmm. and uh, we finish at 9 o'clock. We'll try and finish on time this week. And for the and uh, if I'm listening now and I want to get involved or find out more, is there a number I can call? Yeah, call Philip on 044-888-3838. That's 044-888-3838. That's our uh, phone number there for Philip, 044-888-3838 for more details on tonight. And just to finish up with what we've been talking about today, David? Well... The difficulty is that people have such an insurmountable, what they feel is an insurmountable amount of problems. But when you break it down and you can list it and then you can make some changes, some fundamental changes to diet, water, what people are doing, usually a lot of those problems will go away. Then all you're left with is the core issues and then it's much easier to deal with the core issues. But if you've got such a lot of problems, you look at it sometimes and you think, oh, my God, where do I start? Mm. And what we find with the RBTI or the, any sort of analysis that we're doing, if you can 
break it down to this and this and this and this. And then you can say, well, to sort that out, you would need to do this and this. It's much easier for a person to get their head around it and their body around it, and therefore they're going to get the results that they want in the majority of cases. Okay, next Tuesday, we're back again. We'll look forward to your company. We are. Joining us, it is naturopath David Lomond. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, everyone. And that's Health and Wellbeing for Tuesday afternoon at 2 and you are FM 103.7. Coming up, we've got Greg Richard with more of your easy listening favourites.